the good, the bad, the ugly. Welcome to Sustain Nutrition's podcast, Chewing the Fat, where Joe and James will be discussing all things good, bad and ugly regarding training and nutrition. So pull up your pants, put your best foot forward and get ready for some serious oral pleasure. Without further ado, here are your hosts, Joe and James. Hello and welcome to this week's call, the first of the Sustain Fat Loss Satnav. Do you like the name, by the way? I was... Yeah, <laughs> wordy. <laughs> well, I'm not going to be enthusiastic about any of your ideas. <laughs> uh, welcome to Sustain's supercalifragilisticexpialidocious fat loss. Put your teeth in, old man. Good stuff. <laughs> so we're going to go through the process that we would recommend in regards to losing fat. So we're going to do a series of podcasts interspersed with... Um, thanks, Paula. That's what I like to hear. Dispersed <laughs> with... Talk about mine. <laughs> um, Bank calls and anything else that comes up. So this is a good tool for existing clients to use, whether you have been with us for two years or two days. We'll go through the things that you should be doing. So the first one we're going to go through today is goal setting. So before you plan your food, before you dust off your treadmill. Find out how many calories you need to hit. Yeah, the lockdown clothes horse. Before you're working out how many grams of protein are in 100 grams of chicken. You need to think about why you're doing this and why this stuff matters. Because if you don't, you will come unstuck. And that's going to be the biggest issue that we see. People get X number of days, weeks, or even months into the process doing really well. And something happens, throws them off. Could be anything. Could be something small. Could be something big. Then they don't have the tools that they need to keep them going. And that is why we're going to cover goal setting today. It is just so important. Um, if you are the kind of person who loses focus, loses motivation, then goal setting is what you struggle with. If you're the kind of person who starts off great and then just drifts off, then that's why goal setting is so important. We want to get to the goals that are uncomfortable to talk about. You know, the feeling of your stomach folds when you sit down, the embarrassment of you know someone coming up and hugging you from behind. These are all the things that you need to start thinking about. And it's you know it is uncomfortable and it's not pleasant and it's the you know the reason why people shy away from it. And what I'd love to hear is obviously there's a couple of people in the chats and I'm sure these people out there first this not their first diet or the first attempt at losing body fat. So if you've done different systems, Weight Watchers, Slimming World, um body coach, whatever it is, let us know if they work on you, work on you, work with you on your goal setting because it's, you know, a huge part of what we do at Sustain is looking at these emotional goals. So I'd love to hear, I'm unaware, of if these other plans do this, you know, if they do help with these things because so often people just think, I want to lose weight. That's my goal. I'm just going to eat a bit better. But if you want to keep on going, if you want to be consistent, then you need to be very clear on why you're doing it. You know, what is it going to cost you physically, emotionally, mentally, if you don't make these changes, if you stay down this path that you're on and how much better will your life be if you do change the path, if you do, you know, kind of hit your goals and, you know, having a weight loss goal is fantastic, but looking at why 
is so important is just going to be dramatic for your results. Yeah, you, you said the word that I was going to go into next is this idea of why. And one of the tactics that you can use is the three whys of how to get to three wise men of how to get to why your goal is so important. So I was speaking to a lady earlier, a lovely lady, in fact, she's not listening to this podcast. She Maybe she's catching it up later. I imagine that's why she's not here. And she said, I know you hate the word confidence, but that's what my goal is, is to be confident. So I said to her, why? Because I want to fit my clothes better and I want to be fitter. So you then have a very, very statistical, I want to be able to fit my clothes. That is a stat. That is a fact. I want to be fitter. Again, it's a fact. It's something that is very cut and dry. And it's then looking at the specific scenarios where that is. And it's looking for your individual situations. So when I talk about confidence, there's two. One of them is, and it, and it takes you to a place. You know, I'm in my front room at the moment. Upstairs is the bedroom. The bedroom. And when I take my top off, I'm stood in front of a mirror. And there's times where I've not been happy with my shape. And I've looked at myself and gone, oh, for God's sake, like, You've let it go again. This is not who you want to be. This doesn't make you happy. And then the next one is getting changed in front of my missus. Is that there's been other, you know, the same times I've not been happy with how I look. Is I'm a bit embarrassed getting changed in front of her, thinking this isn't good enough. You know, you're not very happy right now. And that is so much more powerful because that's bespoke to me. You know, that might you might have the same scenarios, but there's a picture in my head of me being in that room and those scenarios. And that is what we need to draw back on super powerful and this lady today had some absolute belters when i said to her what are the situations with regards to fitting your clothes and in a heartbeat she went so when i go out with my friends i want to be able to choose anything in my wardrobe and not think about it at the moment my friends are in great shape and they all look really good and i'm not i don't feel special and i just thought it was brilliant because that is you've gone from confidence to clothes to the exact situation that hurts, that's uncomfy, that, you know, you don't feel good in. In the same breath, you know, she said, I want to be more confident. I want to be fitter. The current COVID situation has got me worrying about my health. I want to be a good example to my children. And I want to be around for them for as long as possible. I want to be around for myself so I can enjoy my life. I want to be around for possible grandchildren. And again, it's that future tense that you're going to of these memories that you want to build. And it is just so much more powerful. And this is what you need in you know, we have kind of a lot of people have read the book, The Chimp Paradox, and we talk about emotional minds and rational minds. And often we don't make decisions using rational, rational thoughts. We all know what to eat. We all know we should eat, drink less wine and eat fewer takeaways and eat less chocolate and eat more protein and veg. If you've listened to any of our last 85 million podcasts, then you'd know, you hopefully have heard that. But we don't do it because we get into these thoughts and we go, well, I really need to eat some chocolate now because I've had a bad day. And that's it. We can't get past that. So we can only counter this with emotional thoughts. You can't outthink emotions. And that's why we need to kind of go into this stuff straight from the off, you know, before we start to look at what you should eat or, you know, how many grams of protein you need. You need to know why this stuff matters to you. And that's what we're getting at when we talk about goal setting. Again, that's what we engage with in our clients. Because like I said earlier, people go, my goal is to lose 10 pounds and that's it. Okay, cool. So that's, and that's generally as a rule, because you think when you lose that 10 pounds, you are going to be happy and they don't focus on like, you know, you've worked with this lady, like saying, you know, the negative things. And if you don't have that framework, that reminder of 
you know, we often talk about kind of short-term pleasure and long-term pain. Now, this woman's in long-term pain because whenever she goes out with her friends, she feels that they're all in great shape and she feels embarrassed or self-conscious or, you know, lacking confidence because of that. And that's just such a powerful tool when you get these, you know, bits of short-term pleasure urges where you're like, I'm really missing eating cake. I'm really missing my Friday night fish and chips or whatever it is. You can pull on that, so to speak, and say, right, I really want these fish and chips, but you know what's more important? I really don't want to feel self-conscious when I'm out with my friends, when I'm wearing clothes that I'm you know, pulling down you know, because I'm reaching up or that I'm wearing black because I feel like I'm going to look smaller. You know, All these things that you're worrying about, is that worth skipping those fish and chips? 100% yes. Because when you're out with your friends and you feel in great shape and you're feeling that confidence... You're wearing what you want to wear. You're not going to be like, God, I really wish I'd eaten more fish and chips. I'll tell you that. <laughs> you know, you're going to be like, oh my God, I'm so glad that I didn't have those fish and chips because the only thing that skipping them has made me feel amazing. So if the more powerful and the more driving the goals we have, the more easier it is to make good choices, to stay focused. But again, like I say, if you set off on that path and just go, I just want to lose weight to be happy to be more confident. Okay, but, but, but why? And again, you know, and then you work, you know, like you said, you reverse engineer that, you know, I want to feel more confident. Well, how do you feel now? Oh, well, I feel really self-conscious when I walk into a room, don't want to take the kids swimming. You know, I'm not in any of my wedding photos. You know, a, a lady I spoke to yesterday, she's like, my husband was like, have you seen our wedding photos? You're not in any of them. I don't know how you managed to avoid them. In her own wedding photos, she's hardly in any of them because she's so self-conscious. Like, no amount of chocolate cake or wine or gin or tubes of Pringles is going to be worth that. So the deeper we get to these goals, like Joe said, you know, why is that important? Why is that important? But why is that so important? The, the more motivated you'll be, the more focused you'll be because you'll just be like, all these choices that I'm making that I believe bring me pleasure is causing me pain causing me to feel like that when I go out with my friends and that is something that I want to move away from and again you know I'm sure we'll talk about push-pull goals oh great to have this positive goal what point at me great to have this positive goal but it's important to have this negative push where you just go I never want to ever go back there again because I hated feeling like that and it's going to be a combination of the two that's going to get you you know push you to that goal yeah very good I was, I was going to go to uh, push-pulls next that works nicely so almost like we've done this before. Absolutely. On, pod, on podcasts, episode 9, 22, <laughs> like bingo. So you have the push, like James said, this is what happens when you start. So people don't message me and James out of the blue when they are feeling their best. People tend to message us and they go, look, I'm really struggling at the moment. Things aren't going great. This has happened, X, Y, Z. This is where I'm at. And that's your push. That is what's the inertia to get you going. And the problem with that is that it doesn't last, is that the pain is temporary. All pains are temporary. You know, even if someone is, you know, 30 stone, is they are used to being that weight, is that whatever weight you are, you know, you get used to it. This is how it is. Nine out of 10 people who've had a heart attack don't change their lifestyle, don't change their behaviors because we get used to these things. And so it's only ever enough to get you started. So having a good push, you know, I don't want to feel like this is great. You then need something on the other side of that that's going to pull you towards your goal. And that's why having these 
targets to work towards is so key. I think one thing that a caveat straight away is it's not set in stone. If you say, I want to lose two stone, nothing bad's going to happen if you lose a stone and a half. That's still a tremendous achievement. But it's good to have something to keep working towards because when that pain of subsides from that start point, you know, if someone is 18 stone and they want to get to 14, they're going to feel a lot better at 17 and a half. They're going to feel a lot better at 17. But if they just look back, if they just focus on what they've achieved and how much better they're feeling, and they're probably not going to get to where they wanted to or where they actually do want to. And then they kind of get caught in this middle ground where there's nothing then to drive them forwards. Spoke to people today saying, I'm just, I'm just really low motivation. There's nothing to motivate me at the moment. And you need to find something. You need to have something to work towards. I appreciate it's harder at the moment in regards to, you know, COVID and whatnot. I imagine this um, podcast series will probably last at least 100 years. So there'll be people with uh, other issues later, later on. But it's probably 200. <laughs> in there, what you then have is you have to put those limits in yourself. So I was speaking to a lady this morning and she was saying, you know, my wedding is not for 15 months. We haven't got any holidays booked. Okay, cool. Then what can we work towards? You know, she's saying that she used to be certain weight and she had items of clothing that she could wear then. Okay, well, let's set that as a target then and let's see how it goes. And it's having things to work towards and just having that as a goal. You, know, you have to manufacture these things. No one's going to do it for you. Like, yeah, someone else might book you a holiday or you might have a wedding to go to, but the onus is on you to do these things. And if you can do that, you're much more likely to be driven to have something to work towards. And I think, again, just, just being honest with yourself, isn't it? Because I spoke to a client recently who had the same thing. She's like, I'm just really lacking in, in focus, in, in motivation, because you know my goal was to look good in a bikini or a swimsuit. I can't remember which, which one it was. A swimming costume. A cosy. Uh, yeah, a cosy. A unitard. Um, <laughs> that's just me. And it's like, okay, I appreciate that we can have this um, – focus of right this holiday this is when i want to look great but if you're self-conscious about how you look in a bikini does that not cross over into other aspects of your life you know what i mean just because you're showing your midriff then you know surely then your appearance is to you surely your appearance is still important to you there's still going to be other drivers there you must be self-conscious about your shape or your physique or your confidence or you know there's going to be something else lacking in there like again i appreciate you've got this leverage of this I'm going on holiday and I'm going to be wearing a lot less clothes, but then do you not want to feel that confidence, you know, kind of moving forward? I know, you know, from my experience, when I'm in better shape or when I'm in, you know, shape that I'm happy with, I just feel more confident in myself. I'm happy with myself. I'm not walking, I'm not going to the Asda like topless. You know, when I got, did those photos, I wasn't kind of wandering around. The only person who sees me on top off is, you know, my son and my missus. That's it. I'm not, you know, like do the gardening or anything. Like, <laughs> diet Coke, bro. Like the Diet Coke adverts, yeah. <laughs> yeah, really. that, just showering in it. <laughs> God, he's really aged. <laughs> <laughs> he's so sticky. <laughs> it's like there's a bear. There's a bear in the garden. Um, <laughs> actually, love my trending thought. Bear in Diet Coke. Stop it now. So there's going to be, you know. Crossover benefits from that again, I can appreciate you know leverage, but again, when we go into that, why okay, so you know, why do you want to feel more you know comfortable in a, in a bikini? You know, why is that important to you? How does it feel? How do you feel right now? If I said to you, write your holidays now, you gotta wear a bikini, how are you gonna feel? Self conscious, well, let's start working on that now. You know, like your client who's 
getting married in 15 months. Okay, so you don't have to go, right, well, I'll start dieting 12 weeks away from my wedding. Like, why don't you get in awesome shape now? And then it'll be so much easier to have that when you're in 15 months in your wedding. Yeah, or maintain, yeah, maintain it and enjoy it for 12 months because yeah. you know, you're perfectly capable of doing that. 100%. So again, it's just it's something we sadly see massively lacking. Or even, I think, people not prepared to necessarily set clear goals due to, and I'm, you might disagree with this, but sometimes it's, it seems like it's due to a fear of failure. Like I don't want to say, you know, we get this all the time, so perfect one. With our questionnaires, we ask our clients to set a 28-day smart goal. So we can check them after a month and see how they've done. How many of our questionnaires come back, Joe, do you think, percentage-wise, people set an actual 28-day smart goal? Realistically, less than 50, I'd have said. Yeah, the rest of them, it's just all willy-nilly. There's nothing specific, there's nothing measurable. It's just like, lose weight, get fitter. You know, it's because... And then when you say to people, okay, so, you know, if your your goal 28-day smart goal is to lose weight, if you lose half a pound, have you succeeded? Well, well, no. Well, you know, what how much weight would you want to lose in this first 28 days? And be like, well, I don't really want to say because then if I don't reach it, then I'll feel deflated. It's just a target, you know, like Joe said, like goals aren't set in stone, but we have to have something to work towards. And the example I always kind of give, if you take it again out of a, a diet and fat loss world realm, you know, if I said, Joe, right, uh, 2021 goal for sustain is to make a hundred thousand pounds say that easy and we make eighty-seven thousand pounds am i going to be devastated that we've only made eighty-seven thousand pounds no i'm going to celebrate that that's great business has been fantastic and then we can review and go well well, did we do everything that we could have done to get that hundred or was that hundred you know too much of a stretch goal and actually we should have set 90 or 85 or something like that but unless we set a goal if we just go go in and say right joe this year we want to make some money we never know if we've achieved it or not. We've got to keep the score to win the game. So, you know, don't be afraid of setting goals and maybe not achieving them because then you can look at, you're always going to get a result. You're going to get some kind of outcome. You can look at whether it was a realistic goal or whether you did everything that you needed to do to get to that goal. And then you can learn from that. There's always just opportunities to learn as with everything. One of the, the key skills then that's, very prevalent with with sustain and, and you know what we do is challenging the mindsets that people have and the, and the thought processes and i think that as you mentioned there kind of fear of failure is a really good place for us to start in regards to how coaching works and how we want clients to operate or, or people following our system is to look at the internal monologue that's going on what are you telling yourself or what is you know what thoughts are cropping up into your head and how can you combat them so you know People will, in regards to this this lecture, seminar, podcast, people will say, I don't want to set a goal because I'm worried about achieving it. I, I don't want to fail. And the the thing to, to dig into there immediately is failure. Like, What does failure mean to you? Because failure for me is you know, not achieving a goal that you've set. So I understand you can then see why people would not want to, to, to goal set because there's that fear of not achieving it. But we have to look at, Failure is a very definitive word. And I think it's one thing when people talk about failure that I like kind of bringing up with my clients is that you only fail the day you stop trying. So if our goal is 
you know, James mentioned kind of sustain doing well, taking a certain number of clients. If your goal is to be happy, to be fit and to be healthy, then when is that going to end? It's going to end the day you die pretty much, you know, or the day that you stop caring about how you look. And, you know, I still coach my mum, who is 68, I think. Sorry, mum. You will be at some point. <laughs> <laughs> who, who knows? She, she probably doesn't know anyway, so it's fine. So She doesn't look a day over 50. <laughs> the, you, you know, that, that goal is still important to her now. And I guess with the longevity piece, you know, most people, nearly all of our clients will say about their families being a good example to their kids, being around for their grandkids, being around for their partners. Therefore, that will only stop. You know, that will never stop. That will fail. That would only be a failure the day you die. So that if you don't achieve your goal in three months or six months, it's still going to be important to you. It's still going to matter. If your goal is to look, you know, to be a size 12 for your wedding day, and that's in 12 months, then there's a definite failure point. But it's very rare with a company called Sustained Nutrition that we work with people with that situation. We don't tend to say, this is a 12-week plan, here's your diet, here's your end date, because we don't think that it works. You know, in our experience personally and with clients, people stop and they go back to how they were before. And so, ironically, not very sustainable. It's why we don't do it. And it's about listening to that inner voice and what is it saying and then challenging it consciously. So challenge that thought about failure. You know, if your goal, most people, you know, is going to roughly be about living a long and healthy life. So that is then a, a 10, 20, 30, 40 year goal that you have. So you need to be aware of that longevity and that you can't fail at this in that you can, there will just be degrees of success and that you will either be holding on to where you want to be and you're doing well or you're not quite where you want to be so there's more work to do and as james says if you can apply that logic and that rationality you can then analyze your decisions am i getting closer to where i want to be or further away if i'm getting further away then there's something i you know i need to look for some changes if i'm getting closer then great i'll just keep going maybe there's more i want to do and it's then going to depend on the individual how much effort they're willing to put in the time they can put in genetically how fast they change you know it's it's then kind of a, a roll of the dice, but it's up to you to decide whether you know that failure is going to stop you trying. But yeah, it's, it's always going to be that facing up to the reality. Of, like I said, you know, what is it costing you right now? And you know, often we'll get people who, like Joe said, you know, they don't come and join sustain going, you know what? I'm in the best shape I've ever been in. I feel great. But then, you know, what do you need us for? More often or not, people go in and go like, you know, wait, I've not stepped on the scales for ages, stepped on the scales. Ugh, can't believe I'm that weight. Well, that's cool. Draw a line in the sand now and just go, you know what? I'm never going to go back to that again. And every day you do moves you a little step further away. But until you address that pain that you're in, you're not going to start moving away from it. You know, until you acknowledge it. And again, you can pull back on that. You know, when that when you're in that three weeks in or six weeks in or whatever period of time it is when you usually start to struggle and go, I never want to feel like that ever again. And no amount of again Friday night fish and chips or Saturday night dominoes or oh, I can't be bothered to cook takeaways is gonna be worth that. And that's why the deep emotive hard, you know, upsetting kind of unnerving sound like I'm describing a horror film goal setting is so important because the more emotion you have in this the more you really dig deep into it again you know if you look at a goal and you're just like right 
the reason why I want to make these changes is because I think I will be more confident 10 pounds later. Cool. Or, you know, you know that, I want to look good in a swimsuit. Cool. Okay, that can be quite driving because you don't want to be like, oh, well, especially for me, wrapping myself in a sarong on the beach, covering up my hairy tummy. But then if I go, right, the reason I want to lose, you know, 10, 20 pounds is because I've seen my family, you know, suffer with ill health. You know, my grandma had type 2 diabetes, was really inactive, had a very low quality in life. You know, my mum had to do everything for her. She almost became a burden on the family, well, on my family, on my mum, really. You know, which kind of then put my mum in a circle of guilt because she didn't want to do these things. You know, And this massive offspring of kind of pain that's coming from poor food choices or being overweight or not planning food or not cooking, you can just skyrocket your results, skyrocket your focus, skyrocket your motivation by going, this is the reason why I'm choosing to do this. So this is the reason I'm choosing to do this path. You know, this is why it's important for me to work out for three days a week. This is why it's important for me to track my activity. This is why it's reason for me that's important to schedule and plan my treats and stick to them. You know, not just go, oh, well, I just thought to hell with it. I'm just going to have X, Y, and Z. And I just not, don't want to think about my food. Like, well, do you want to think about all the pain that you're causing yourself right now and that it's only going to get worse in the future? But without that deep goal setting, it's just not going to happen. And it's just so easy to just go, well, I want to lose some weight, but ah, well, it's just one day. Oh, it's just one weekend. It's just one week. I'll get back on it next week. I'll get back on it. Well, the gyms are shut. Well, X, Y, Z. If you have deep enough goals, you're going to stay focused. Now, that's not to say, you know, when people go like, oh, if you don't do it, it's because your, your goals aren't important enough to you. That's a crock, a crock of poop. Um, because there's loads of different stuff going on there psychologically, you know, self-sabotage, uh, you know, lack of the skills to, to recognize these things as well. But again, these are things that we could help with coaching. But if you don't start with a deep enough goal, then you're setting yourself up for a, a real struggle anyway. Yeah, you're certainly going to make it a lot of this. And I think the, the key thing here to, to add in is that there's, there's never going to be one straw that breaks the camel's back. It's always this accumulation. And people are often looking at that magic bullet, like, oh, if I just do some really meaningful goals, then I'll be successful. But no, that's just a good step. This is the first, you know, the first rung in the ladder. This is a good place to go from and something you can go back to and it'll help you fix issues later on. There's lots more going on. You know, it's, there's so many pieces of the puzzle to get right and it's, the more of those things that you do, the better, the better the results you'll get. But it doesn't, it's not essential. This is just kind of, there's people who've gotten good results without setting their goals. It just helps. It's just things you can do to stack the odds in your favour. And for the sake of a few minutes of going into this stuff and the, the benefit you'll have in regards to being willing to face up to your issues, I think is massive. I think it's a skill that a lot of people don't have in regards to being aware of what's going on. So many people just got their head in the sand about their situations just telling themselves they're happy and it's not the case. And if you can begin to challenge that, then I think that you're going to be more, more skilled for dealing with life in general. Yeah. I think that, that is, the, that is the challenge for you is to think about your goal. And if your goal, you know, has just been like, Oh, I'm listening to this podcast or, you know, I'm joining STEM because I want to lose weight. Then start asking yourself, well, why do I want to lose weight? And if it's because, you know, you're unhappy with your body. Okay, so how does that make you feel? You know, why is it so important that you change that now? Well, because I want to feel more confident. Like I said, you know, I don't want to be the fat friend. 
you know, I want to not feel that people look at me when I walk into the room or I want to buy the clothes. I want, you know, start digging deep into that. Start, you know, like you always say, kind of scratching that scab, which again gets a little bit painful. Got, got to kind of reflect on this, but like I say, the, the deeper you go into this, the, the deeper the, the root of the goal is, you know, as I kind of really like to say, people don't lose motivation. They just lose focus. You lose focus on what's important, you know, and if you can keep those goals present, you know, if you can read them every single day, if you can write them every single day, if you can say them out loud to yourself every single day, then it gives you a purpose and it helps you remind you of why this is so important, why you want to achieve this, why you are making the choices that you're making, why you're choosing not to have a sausage roll for lunch, you know, why you're choosing to make your own fish and chips on Friday, you know, why you're choosing to stick to one glass of wine instead of a bottle. If you can keep clear on why it's so important, then it's going to make this whole journey so much easier. But again, if it's just like, I want to lose 10 pounds, meh, I'll probably have a bag of pick and mix. You know, it's, it's I don't want to say deep-rooted deep emotional anchors again, but... It is. Why is it so important to you? Again, ask yourself, how will my life change for the better if I achieve these goals? How will my life go if I don't, if I just stop trying, if I keep going on this path? Because that's not going to be a happy journey because like Joe said, you started this journey because you're in a certain amount of pain that you want to get rid of and it's only going to get worse. People don't magically get in great shape by doing what they're doing right now. All good. All good for me, that. Happy. Powerful. I think. So we asked at the start, didn't we, about do Weight Watchers and stuff go into these? And Paula kindly said, no, they ask you what you want to lose, give you the books, and have you get on with it. You're left to your own devices, really. And I think that that, you know, summarizes why so many people struggle because they're not given the skills. They're not putting the time in. There's this idea that you can just follow this roadmap and be successful, you know, just eat, eat less, burn more. It's a lovely idea. It's simple. doesn't mean it's easy. And there's a reason that so many people are struggling with it. And that's it why. That's, that's just like, and I said this on a call the other day, it's like saying to an alcoholic, just stop drinking. Yeah. Absolutely. Perfect. Thanks. You, you've really fixed that. So, you know, the idea of if I go to a, well, I don't know whoever it is, you know, a diet club, diet plan, and they go, right, James, what do you want to lose? Like, I want to lose a stone. Right, well, here's how many points you should have. Here's how many sins you have. Or here's how many calories. Or here's a meal plan. Follow that. And I follow that blindly. 100%, I'll get the result. If I stick to that calorie deficit, I'm going to get the result. But I've got no better coping skills. I've got nothing, no better focus. I've not, you know, looked at why it was so important for me to change so the odds of me bouncing back and again you have people who are listening who've done Weight Watchers have been successful done Slimming World have been successful done Body Coach have been successful followed whatever Irish fitness and been successful what's happened since then you've, you've regressed because you've not had that clear focus on why it was so important to change what your future is going to look like just a quick one again you know a great one that we did with our mentor Matt Coles when he was kind of saying like, where do you want the business to go? And we were, well, but particularly for me, I was a bit like, I don't, you know, I'm not really a numbers kind of guy. I'm not financially driven. I'm a pretty simple guy. I can pay my mortgage and pay my food. I'm good. 
but he was like, okay, so what kind of life do you want to lead? What do you want to be able to do? You know, how many days do you want to work? How many holidays do you want to do? What kind of car do you want to drive? What do you want to be able to do with your family? And then from there, I can build a picture. I can kind of reverse engineer my goal, kind of what to happen. Again, that's driving for me because I can picture what this future is like. And again, you know, as much as we talk about looking at the back end of kind of how much pain you're in right now, then you can also look at how different is my life going to be when I move forward, when I hit these goals. And that's that, that push-pull that can be really, really powerful as well. It's just for me, and it's going to vary on the individual, it's not always about kind of sweetness and light. You know, you yes, you want that. But again, as a frame of reference, you know, sometimes people struggle to picture that as well because they've never been there. So if you've struggled with your weight for your entire life, and sometimes it's hard to picture you feeling that confidence in that, you know, bikini or going into a shop and just picking something up or walking into a room and being, you know, in with loads of your friends that are in shape or whatever. That's quite hard to picture because you've never had it. Whereas we've got a very clear understanding of what's been the most painful moment, the bit where you've been the most self-conscious, you know, the most painful part. So again, that's that, that push pull goals kind of in effect. Yeah, you've given me something else to say there with your last five minute five minute ramble. Is that if you can't imagine being confident looking in the mirror or buying something straight off the rack, then what chance have you got of doing it? Is that this is the first step? You know, if you can't picture it in your mind, you are really going to struggle to do the necessary actions required to get there because your self belief is obviously very low. And I think that this is a really simple kind of entry level task. Human mind's brilliant, you know. In, in, milliseconds you can imagine anything so you just have to practice this and if that's you know this is maybe very very hard for people to do but just start with it you know, start somewhere in, in envisaging where you want to be and that you know I'm, we're not suggesting that just if you think about winning the lottery it's going to happen we're, we're not kind of that wishy-washy but <laughs> yeah that's the one something like that but if you're struggling to even think about this then you're really going to struggle with actually putting these things into action so it's a great place to start in regards to thinking about how good it's going to feel and where you want to get to. Good. All good? Solid. Perfect. Right. Tune in for episode two of the Fat Loss Sat Nav. We need to decide what it is. We'll, <laughs> we'll let you know. But thank you questions. for listening, guys. If you enjoyed it, if you're listening to the podcast, share it. Let someone else know about it. Leave a like, review, subscribe. Spread the word. Spread the love. Don't be shy. I don't know. I don't you know good? Yeah, I think so. That's me. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs>